welcome to another episode of Cousins and Cocktails, where we enjoy a cocktail and discuss a new topic each week. I'm Mike Love. And I'm Michelle. So grab your favorite drink and hang out with us, your favorite side of the family. All right, today we're going to talk about anxiety and stress, but you made us a drink today. I did. We actually have a cocktail. Today we do have a cocktail. It's blue. It is. I shared the recipe on Facebook. I was looking for different recipes to try obviously and it is called the person's like oh it's blue it's really pretty but it's called sex in the driveway i don't know why it's blue i don't know why people are having sex in their driveway people do but well, i think <laughs> i don't know we have neighbors we they're have like neighbors. really close i think it's a twist i think i read in the recipe like description that it's a twist on sex on the beach which is red which is like a reddish pink color and this is blue so i don't know i feel like it should be the opposite like this sh- the blue one should be sex on the beach because like the water and the red one and the red one should be or like the pinkish red one should be because you're embarrassed because your neighbors are close i don't know i don't know it's find delicious it's like mm-hmm. blue kool-aid sort of um mm. it has have three different um cocktails in it no uh, liquors. 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 So it's got um, vodka. Mm-hmm. It's got blue. So I don't know how to say yeah, that one. Soraka? Soroka? I don't know. That's not right. And Caraca? Then, Caraca. That, something close to that. Something close to and that. And then peach schnapps. Yes. Mm, and peach schnapps. I didn't taste the peach. Yeah. And you top it with Sprite. You're supposed to do it in like mm-hmm. a, hot, a highball glass so the Sprite kind of cuts all over the liquor. Um, but the recipe's on our Facebook page, so go check that out. They're pretty tasty. I like it. It's good. And, you know, you're supposed to have, like, ice in it, but it's in the other cup that I brought here. And then, uh, you garnish with a lemon wedge. So I didn't have that. It's not really a drink if you don't garnish it. I know. We don't have a fancy (laughs) garnish. Uh, all right. So, a couple episodes in... Um, feeling pretty good. Please, everyone, bear with us. We are trying things as mm-hmm. we go and trying to get better. We are currently still adjusting where we record. We're currently in my master closet. Yes. Uh, <laughs> With figuring, all of your clothes. Yes, figuring that... I did take my dirty clothes hamper out because I was like, I just can't have you sitting next to that. That's just weird. But <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, so we're in here and still I've never been. On, in, I've never been in this part of your house. I ran the vacuum in here yeah before you got here and made sure well my drawers weren't all the way shut but you know hey i shoved things places <laughs> so as said. to make it <laughs> look a little better i don't know it's a closet yeah but yeah hopefully the acoustics so bear with us we're we're still a work in progress mm-hmm. for sure um but yeah any feedback you guys have like and share and follow us on mm-hmm. all the social medias yes and uh if you have a topic that you want us to talk about, Michelle, to research, uh, let us know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel like we're getting some juicy ones. All right. I don't know, maybe. I mean, I hope so. Maybe that's just I my opinion. So. Today we're going to talk about stress and anxiety and the difference and what that looks like. But first, let's check in. How are you? How was your week? It's been real busy. I'm a little stressed and anxiety ridden. Really? <laughs> Me too. I, this time of year is just so it, chaotic. Yeah. School's almost out. The kids are over it. I'm over it. Their schedules are crazy. 
Um, it's like it all culminates like right now. I mean, it's nicer out, so you want to get out. Mm-hmm. And Kids don't want to go to bed because it's still light out when they have to go to bed, and going to bed early is stupid. Yeah. So we are like, so we have baseball, and then his kids have softball. So we're at we're away. I have mm-hmm. no groceries. Yeah. So yeah, we've just been it. eating like crap at like nine o'clock at night just because it's like running here, running there. Mm-hmm. But it's only for a little while, and then. All the kids stop having activities, so you know it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. I'm over it. My yeah. Well, we had an extra stressor this week because the schedules got mixed up, and co-parenting at its best. It's co-parenting. They don't communicate well, and even though I say please ask this phrase so that mm-hmm. we can have it and it's written down, she yes. changes her mind a lot. So I've made it very clear that we need to have things written down because Mm -hmm. she changes her mind and then blames him which is a horrible game to play yeah and so i was like you know what i think the reason i'm stressed well no i'm i'm anxious yeah there's a difference well i'll explain that later but i had a whole plan this weekend Mm -hmm. i was going to paint and we weren't gonna yeah, have any kids. Yeah, you had messaged me like, yeah. when we record, ignore my house. I'm gonna be in the middle of painting. Yeah, and I was. And I walked in and I was like, I thought she said nope. she was painting. <laughs> because like, we, we were gonna go early. We are. We we're, were gonna go early. tonight and have a date night. Go to Home Depot. <laughs> and but Dude, go I, to I dinner. I probably would have seen you because my normal Friday every other plan was, go I go to Depot. dinner and I go to Home Depot's parking lot and I switch my kids there. Hey. That's our spot, because it's halfway between our houses. So we were going to go over to that Mexican restaurant over there by the Home Depot, where they have the chunky guacamole. It's very nice. Just the two of us. It's on the... Anyway. And so you have to tell me where it's at, because I'm not sure where it is. It's so good. So we're going over there, uh-huh. and then get the paint, and I was going to start tomorrow, mm-hmm. and then we would record in the afternoon, and... Yeah, one coat or two could be dry, and some walls. It's not happening. And yeah. so I had a plan... And now it's not there. And because mm-hmm. I am prone to anxiety, I'm upset about changing my plan. And it's totally fine. My brain yeah. knows that it's totally fine, but my body is like, ah, I'm frozen. Yeah. So, yeah. like, when we, you said, you talked about this, and I've been feeling this all week. Have you ever watched the movie, um, oh shit, what's it called? It, Venom. No. Okay, so I think it. My take, granted I haven't watched it in a while, and Venom 2 came out, so my kid wanted to watch that, but... It's like his it, alter ego, right? Yeah, but I think it almost started out as, like, when Spider-Man had, like, the evil, mm-hmm. and he was black Spider-Man, like, his costume was black or whatever, and then that, I think, almost morphed into Venom, and I could have be totally wrong on that, and I could be mixing my movies, but that's kind of the vibe I was getting. Like, it's kind of a Spider-Man-ish thing, mm-hmm. but he's evil, so it's, mm-hmm. like, Venom, whatever. But at one point, he's in this glass jar, like the monster that overtakes his body, and he's, like, bouncing around. It's a it's a slimy goop, and it's, like, bouncing around in this glass jar, and he can't get out, and he wants to get out, this creature, wants to get out, and so he's constantly, like, throwing himself against the glass trying to get out. And I was like, I felt like that so much the last couple of days that I'm like... Like, your emotions are bottled in a jar and you can't let them out? Well, just, like, they're in my body. And I was, like, all of this. Yeah, Yeah. like, all of this, like, oh, I gotta gotta do this. I have to do this. I gotta get this done. I have a lot to do. I can't do that because I'm doing this current task or Mm. I'm doing this certain thing. And then it's just, like, that constant, I want to go, but I'm getting, like, stopped or pulled back or Mm -hmm. 
you know, something's holding me in some sort of capacity. Yeah. So, like, the idea with anxiety versus stress. One, stress is a common thing. We all have daily stress. We all have those things that kind of, like, pop up, right? And Mm -hmm. it's how we kind of address it. But anxiety is more of the chronic... uh, I can't... I don't have a word. But this is how I describe it, and I you can't you guys can't see me, but I like it's a shakiness in yeah, my chest, like a fluttery, a fluttery. Like it's kind of what you're doing with your hands. Yeah, like it flutters in my chest, and that's the only way I can mm-hmm. describe it. And I have, you know, I've had anxiety attacks before, mm-hmm. and been paralyzed with anxiety before, and it, you know, it's a huge, and stress does Ramp plummet me yeah. into that. But for the most part, I can. For the most part, and I've had a couple of really bad times in my life where it overtook me. Um, thankfully, I'm on the right kind of medicine to kind of help me with that. But it just, it, it makes it hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. Whereas stress is just, oh, I have to be here, 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 and here. And I have to make sure I get to all these places. And mm-hmm. stress is a daily kind of thing. Um, one of the, the greatest things I ever read, and it was in my undergrad and it was in a sociology class of all things, which nothing against sociology, but, and it was, the book was called Why Zebras Don't Get Ulcers. Never heard of it. It's a great book. It was very interesting. It's one of those books that I have referenced for years. I mean, I got my undergrad a long time ago and I have the book. I've actually bought the book like three times, but I let people like borrow it and I don't care if they give it back if they need it more than I do. Cool. Yeah. Um, I can't find it, but it's uh, oh, you have such a book, book. Give it back. <laughs> she needs it for this podcast. <laughs> I will link it, like, or we'll show you the. It's in the description. Yeah, we put it on Facebook too. Um, but what it really, what really connected with me is it was talking about like how there's real stress and perceived stress. So, if you're a zebra, you're getting a water at the local watering hole, and a cheetah comes charging out at you. They get that surge, the mm-hmm. fight or flight, right? They flee, obviously. And it runs through their, you know, muscles. They're mm-hmm. going, going, going. They get free of the cheetah. They go back to regular life. They just go back to the drinking hole. And they're on guard, maybe, but yeah. not something that they're constantly They're not going like, to say, I'm not going right. to drink water because the cheetah. Right. So, whereas humans, because our brains are so incredibly complex, is we are constantly on guard for that cheetah. We have perceived stress. So, we, you know, kids, kids, I'm old, but like people talk about triggers now, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, it triggered this in me. Well, that's just a memory because your memories are attached to emotions. So if at one time, and it only takes one and it really sucks that our brains work that way. Like if one time I went to get a drink and a guy came out with a machete <laughs> Where are you and at? Chased me. I would every time I go to get a drink, you maybe have that be, prompt. Yeah, yeah. Don't go back there. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't get a drink of water. Yeah, because uh, somebody with a machete is going to chase me. But our brains create that. So then yeah. I could be like laying in bed ten years later and be like, oh my god, that time. Yeah, it, uh, it comes back up. So and then can... our body produces all these like stress hormones, which is what a trigger. But we create those as well. Do you feel like it's really... I don't know if it's because research has come out and has done a lot more in like the last maybe 10 years than 
previous and, like, a lot more disorders or what, like, all of the research around health and whatever has Mm -hmm. come a long way, even in the last five to ten years than it was prior. Maybe even, you know what, I'm thinking, like, the 90s and 2000s. It's not been anymore. It's, like, 30 years ago. But my thought is, like, um, back when it was, like, stranger danger when we were growing up, like, don't talk to strangers. And if you're left at home with your, by yourself, don't answer the door if somebody knocks. If somebody rings the bell, don't answer it. If, um, code Adam, like, all of these things that have, like, prepared us to, that our parents are like, don't leave me because somebody will take you. That type of thing. Like, do you feel like, maybe you know my mother, but, like, I wonder if any of that, She's like. to my father, yes. Yeah, if any of that, like, anxiety and stress that we feel is stemmed from those situations that we've heard other people or we fear that's going to happen to our kids so that we then implant that fear into them. That kind of goes into another route where you think about in the 80s, which is when I grew up, you know, 0 to 10, there was, I mean, the 1970s was serial killer time, right? Like, they were all, and you Mm -hmm. shouldn't, right? Yeah. But we didn't have 24-hour news networks. Mm Mm-hmm. And we didn't get that until, I believe it was, like, the early, late 80s, early 90s, where it was, like, now there's 24 hours and we have to do, like, the fear-mongering, which is Mm -hmm. what they do. Um, It's not like kids weren't kidnapped before then. Oh, yeah, it just wasn't as known. It just wasn't as known, Mm -hmm. right? So then it's more in your face Mm -hmm. now than it was. So it makes it difficult to kind of separate that. But I think the 24-hour news definitely changed how we view the world it made us feel smaller mm-hmm. almost but i mean the 80s was prime latchkey kid kind of thing where you go home you don't answer the door you blah 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 but it still happens there's still mm-hmm. things that happen like that um i just think we're more hyper aware i think i've shared like the whole like king's island thing when we went to king's island yes and, and they scared the like, they scared the shit yeah. out of me where my dad said Mom or dad, I think they both did. Mm-hmm. But it was right after there was this huge thing. It was a made-for-TV movie. I think my first name is Steven or something yes, like that. I think I remember that movie. And for some reason, I watched that. It scared the shit out of me when I was, like, 11 and was so frightened. But mm-hmm. my parents told me, like, they will have you out of our arms and in the bathroom and dye your hair black and have you out on the road in two minutes. And I'm like, Jesus, what the hell is happening? Like, I was so afraid. <laughs> yeah. To get out of their eye line. Like, I was so afraid to leave them. But, like, they instilled that mm-hmm. fear in me. And and we are genetically prone to anxiety. I mean, your mom has it. My dad has it. Like, mm-hmm. we're ju- just... It's there. Um, there's, so there's that component. But I, I know that there was a huge surge of inflicting that fear in your child of... To get them to behave or like to I, I don't follow know. The you think it was or... like to behave or they were just they were petrified that something would happen and they shoved that on us. I don't know. Yeah. I mean it could be a variety of things because it's a different every time we have kids, like every generation it's different than what it was when we grew up. So then there's that fear and then like oh like it's more like cuz the 24-hour news or because mm-hmm. of social media like it's out there more. Kids are missing, kids get abducted or kidnapped or there's more murders that are uh, talked about or whatever Mm -hmm. like so it's more in your face than it was in the 90s and the 80s 70s really the 70s when it should have been but like 
all of that. I feel like maybe it's our parents are like, oh, well, it was bad when we were kids, but now it's even worse. So now, like, I don't want that to happen to my kid. I feel like it was bad when they were kids because they clearly did. I mean, being yeah. the true crime junkie that I am and listening to, like, <laughs> the DNA stories just crack me up. Like, everyone was just leaving their DNA all over the place. No fingerprints. You could easily change your name, move to a different place. Oh, my and... God. The ease of that. Yeah. We're getting off topic away from anxiety. But I'm saying... But all of that causes all, I, like... I can't listen to some of these crime things for a while because then I lay in bed like, oh, my God, what was that noise? You live in an old house and it's settling. No one's trying to break in and kill you. There are times when, like, he... Like, when he has the girls, he'll go up to his mom's and it's just me in the house. Uh-huh. And the dogs are in... The laundry room. They sleep in the laundry room. Um, And they're far enough away. I lock the front door. I lock the back door. And then part of me is like, oh, shit. My car's not in the garage. They could easily figure out which one the button is. Open that door. Come in. Would the dogs even care? I don't know. Maybe they'd bark. Do I know how to access the gun no i don't even know if it's loaded or how to use it but or where I, the bullets are or any of the other like, that is true they're yeah. stored separately i do have my bat next to my bed that's accessible so i will bash someone's head in but it's just like the slightest noise mm-hmm. and i'm like <gasps> what is that yeah i don't even dude you want me to tell you anxiety provoking and he only does it after i've gone to bed first this time of year mm-hmm. it's nice at night yeah you don't want to be heater on you want nice cool breeze he leaves all the windows and the back door open. What? So I'll walk out in the morning. The door's the just freaking back open. The door is open. And it doesn't lock. Partner, no. And I was like, okay, yeah. like, you can't do that when I'm awake. So if you do it while we're sleeping, that's fine. But you know that I come out at 3 a.m. and eat ice cream. So I'm going to see it freak the F out. At 3 a.m. And then I'm like, well, you can't do that if any children are here. Like, yeah, because they could get out. And uh, they're girls. No, they wouldn't get out. I worry about who would come in. Like, they're coming in, and immediately they're going to well, kill like, us. Like, again, I should probably stop listening to true crime, because yeah. it does provoke But anxiety, no, my but... thought of, like, them getting out is like, yeah, somebody walks in, gets <sighs> them, and walks back out. I know. I know. Then or I'm like, well, would the, the dogs door. bark? Would the dogs bark? They barked when I came. Well, Mo didn't, but Phineas did. Yeah, he's the one that would bark, and it's a shrill, so it would be like... But still, yeah, so the other... Like, twice this week it happened, and I was like, oh my god. Like, I walked... (laughs) I slept like that. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. I can't even sleep with, like, any doors open. No. I guess the bathroom doors open, only because we've walked into it several times while, you know, (laughs) like, trying to walk to the bathroom. (laughs) With your, you know, you're half asleep to go pee because we're old and we have to pee in the middle of the night. I don't care what age you are. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then that's a startling, like, what the hell happened? Nope. Just Damn it. Now I'm awake. I got to eat ice cream. That's what happens. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't happen at my, I mean, I don't. No? I keep ice cream in the basement freezer, so I'd have to, like, fall down the steps with a spoon. You know what? I think about the house I grew up in Mm -hmm. because I'm an anxious person. I've thought about all of this. We would hear someone coming up the stairs because they were old creaky stairs. Yeah. I don't have that here. Oh, so you have no warning. Is there what isn't. You're but the slightest sound, the, sl- the house settling or something, I'm like, yeah. oh my, I'll text him and be like, oh my God, someone's coming to kill me. And he's like, what? What did it sound like? And I'll tell him, he's like, oh, that's just this. I know all the sounds. And I'm like, yeah, but you're not here. Yeah. And normally I wouldn't hear them because I would be asleep, but I'm like on edge. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm anxious. I'm an anxious yeah. person. 
Yeah. Well, I was listening to a comedian the other day, and it said that no matter what, like all of the stores in the world, you are three times more likely to be killed by the person who you share a bed with, like your partner, spouse, or whatever, than a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. But I worry about the freaking strangers. I don't worry worry about him. I don't worry about him either. I worry about strangers. Yeah. I know. I listened to a really bad... What did I watch? I think I watched it. It was awful. It was the daughter. What? The 16-year-old daughter brutally killed her dad, tried to dismember him so she could be with her boyfriend. And I was like, I need to be sure that we're nice to our children. (laughs) I mean, we are, but like even more. I heard one about the, the son killed the mom because he was wanting to date this girl and she was like not a good thing and so i literally there told, so many like that. I, yeah every single one of like the kids killing the parents because they want to be with this other person or, like the boyfriend girlfriend i told that to tony the other day because aaron has his, like a girlfriend or whatever he's 14 they don't do anything outside of school like they walk down the hall together i think that's oh they hold hands oh don't tell me that um next will be murdered in my bed but <laughs> no, but no, like those are the things I'm like, oh my God, Aaron, I'm going to say Aaron can't go to the movies with his girlfriend or do something. And then it's going to be like, mom's got to die. I know that is frightening. Yeah. I, I, I think no. we should probably, with us being prone to anxiety, we should maybe not listen to true crime, but I can't help it. I can't help it. I have It's just to. so good. All right. So anyway, back to the topic guys. Sorry. So I will give you the definition of stress and the definition of anxiety so stress is when you experience mental and physical symptoms like irritability anger fatigue muscle pain digestive troubles and difficulty sleeping i think that's just life anxiety is persistent excessive worries that won't go away even in the absence of a stressor so that's where that our brain is playing that cheetah coming to get us over and over whereas stress is just Life is freaking stressful. Life is stressful. If you have kids, if you have a house, if you have whatever. Yeah. I, again, I am prone to anxiety and I've always been like that worried kid. Like I was always worried. This is so silly. I was like 11, 91 is when we were in the Persian Gulf War with Iraq. I was very concerned for everyone involved and I had trouble sleeping. I could not sleep. At 11. <coughs> well, is that the one our uncle was in? No, he never went there. He was in Korea. No, he wasn't no. in the war Korea. He was stationed in Korea he during was... the Persian Gulf. He didn't go. Was it Desert Storm? Was that the one I'm thinking mm-hmm. of? He was in that then. He was in the service at that time, but didn't go. I thought he had a story about that. I don't know. We can ask him next week on his birthday. But, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I'm going to have stress that day because I volunteered volunteered was asked to make cakes for his birthday party when is it next weekend i don't know these things no one invites me to well apparently it's a surprise that we're that oh it's his 60th isn't it It, yeah because he just turned 60 a couple days ago all right well it's a surprise okay i'll be there i'm sure if you don't even know about it i'm telling you now (laughs) here's what'll happen my mom will tell me and she'll be like i mentioned it to you six months ago and i'll be like okay and then i'll have to go and i'll be anxious because i'll be around all those people and i have a lot of things in my head and I have social anxiety. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am not to your mom's level. I can still mock your mother because she's on the train for cuckoo town. Um, I love her. 
I we shared the Texas story? No. With the freaking balcony? Uh, no, I don't think so. All right. Buckle in, kids. This is where my anxiety stresses from, my mother. Yeah. And then we're going to have to get take a break, but I'll share this story with you. We were driving in Texas. Um, our aunt was ill in the hospital, and we all went down. And I rode with Michaela. Her brother was in the front seat, and me and my aunt, Michaela's mom, were in the back seat. And there was a really cool building. Was that driving? You were. Okay. And That's why I was trying not to really listen to her. really cool balconies, and it looked, like, artistically, it looked really cool. And I was like, wow, I really like that. I love the way those balconies look. Because they were just, like, on the corner, and it yeah, was so, the way it was, like, it, a like, skyscraper-ish yeah. to us, because we're in the middle it of nowhere. Looked, it was just really, like, pleasing to the eye. Yeah. And I said, oh, that's designed really well. I really like that building. And your mother says to me, whew, I could never go out on those building on that balcony because what if the person putting up the balcony was having a bad day and they didn't screw something in right and then you die? And I was like, and I looked at her and said, how do you leave your house? Mm-hmm. How does she leave her house? And then she like halfway joked because she probably was offended and then said, well, I'm just telling you how it is, Shell. You don't know what kind of day those perp that guy had, or what if the building inspector just didn't care and he no, just went ahead and passed it. That's what I said. That's why they have inspectors, and one one screw is going to let the whole thing. Like you should check it. Agreed, mm-hmm. but and it was made out of concrete. How do you leave your house? How does she leave and her house? I was driving in what four lanes, one direction traffic in a city I've never been in in Texas. Oh, Louise. Oh, oh. Driving my new-ish to me Explorer, because I bought it used. Like, I hadn't had my Explorer very long, and we were, I think I bought it the fall before we went down, and we went down in February. Yeah. And. February 2020. Yeah, and I was just, like, driving. My brother usually talks her ear off, so, like, she's off my back. But I'm driving, white-knuckled, four-plus, like, rush hour traffic, four lanes going one direction, no idea where I'm going, and I'm you're like, oh, look at that building. So I wanted to look at the building because I'm like, I like architecture, whatever. And then she throws that doozy out there. And I'm like, seriously? like I'm I don't even to... know how your brother, I don't think he said anything. I think he just she kind probably of. Agreed. He probably agreed I don't with think her. he did. I don't think he said a single thing. I don't, I don't know. That was probably, he was probably mad. I don't know if he's mad at me, but that was the, was that the day after we had a couple drinks at the bar? I think it was the day after, yeah. Like we, got we had there. a couple of drinks, but a couple of drinks to him who never drinks. It's like he was, seven. Wow, slurring his words and God, yeah. And he you think went from on a, a family hold. of alcoholics. He can handle his beer. He went on a whole nope. like <laughs> poor me. God, I'm too smart. <laughs> like I was just like, so what happens it. when you baby your children? They Man. grow up to be wusses. I don't, we we weren't babied. I don't know. But you don't feel sorry for yourself either, do you? No. Neither, like, neither no. does either one of your brothers. My brother. Oh, my brothers. I'm yeah. mad at them, but they're okay. No. My brother is very smart. Yeah. But he does not do well with rejection. Like, that causes him anxiety. Well, I caused him some anxiety then. Thanks a lot. But we were drinking then, and it was fine. Yeah. And I was honest. Don't ask me questions if you don't want an honest answer. That is a true thing. But for everyone listening, <laughs> don't email us questions unless you want them answered. Yeah, because I'll say what yeah. you don't like. Yeah, I'm really bad about that. But that's part of my job. But that's is what to we, confront people. We've said that before in another episode. Like, just be blunt, say what you mean. Like during the relationship. Oh yeah. Episode. Yeah, like say what you mean. Don't sugarcoat <sighs> it. Don't beat around the bush. 
the anxiety is what happens when you play out all yeah. of those of like what if they answer this way what if they answer that way well how will the conversation go yeah but i do that trying to anticipate what the other person oh, yeah, is going to say out because that works and it always goes according to plan sometimes but then i also like, will be no, in the shower I'm not painting this weekend that does nothing goes to plan yeah that's that's where my anxiety comes. Just makes me angry but like have you ever had those confrontations and then you're like you're in the shower four weeks later and you're like that motherfucker i should have said this weeks i'm talking decades i'm like God, remember that time that i said you know what i should have said <laughs> Yeah. That's how good it is, yeah. Yeah, and then you get soap in your eye and it's their fault. <laughs> Damn it, Janet! <laughs> uh, you Karen? Yeah. Alright, yeah. I need a drink. So you we're did, gonna pause. I thought you were gonna slowly drink that one. I did slowly drink it. You just like sex in the driveway. Minutes. I feel like it's been <laughs> I could use some sex in the driveway. Holy shit. Uh, there should be one that says the neighbors are watching. Maybe the neighbors should... are watching? That's Maybe. our next drink? That's our next drink. <laughs> the neighbors are watching. And it's just regret. <laughs> Wait, is that Jägermeister? <laughs> Ew, that is so gross. I don't like Jäger. All right, be back in a minute, guys. Okay, we out. And we're back. We are back. Got a refill. I didn't pee. I should have peed, but we'll be fine. It's all good. I can hold it. I love it. how you say we will be fine when it's we a will you be problem. Fine, but I, it's a me problem. <laughs> we are sitting on the floor. If you pee and it comes over here, we're going to have an issue. We're not going to be just fine. Just absorb into the pillow that's underneath me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so stress and anxiety the difference because you hear it like interchange they're not the same um i have a nice little graph pulled up again it's from medical news today we'll put it on our um whatever it's called website thingy duty anyway sources will be located somewhere <laughs> cut that out nope Saying it. all right so stress and anxiety so stress is like more of a short term i mean you can have chronic stress mm-hmm. and it's usually from a, it's a response to a trigger, threat, something along those lines. So when Your someone mother. says, I'm triggered, it's, you're triggered stress. It causes a clear physical reaction. Like a deadline at work. Yeah, or that's stress. That's not anxiety. Somewhere. Right. So, anxiety is something that lingers. It doesn't necessarily have to come from anything. You just feel it. For anyone who's ever experienced a panic attack and you're like, I don't know why I'm so anxious. Yep, you're correct. You don't know why. It's just like, it's there. And it it, it can be like, it's like nervousness. It's restlessness. It's it's all of these things. And again, I don't have a word. It's just the shakiness in my, in my chest is how I feel it. And I, that's how generally people tell me they feel it. Is that it, they just point to their chest. There aren't words. Um, but if you've had a panic attack, it's frightful and like you can't breathe you can't, you can't breathe and you're not going to be able to get enough breath you're going to pass out you're sweating you're freaking out mm-hmm. a lot of people go to the hospital because they think they're having a heart attack but it's just that i can't breathe i don't know how this came about it just yeah. something in your me. body's like in shock almost yeah. like you can't i mean and over the last a couple years since covid since 2020 we've had just a general increase in stress and anxiety worldwide like it's mm-hmm. been a very stressful time it's adjusting figuring out like what needs to happen i've actually had a lot of people tell me since like because a lot of countries are just now getting back to normal and so they they have increased stress when it comes to being out in public um just because they're not used to it anymore that and like just the general fear that we felt from getting sick for the last several years 
So they're like, I'm really, I'm socially, I have social anxiety now. I'm like, you don't have social anxiety. You're just out of practice and you're worried about what can happen when you're out there. So it's just that outside of your locus of control. It's not the same as anxiety. I don't want to laugh. It, it could be, but it's just, there's a difference. Like the joke around my house is I never leave the house, which I don't. You don't. You do not like to leave the house. It's not that I don't like to leave the house. You don't like people. I don't like people. I deal with, and that has been coming since before 2020. Like I have, I struggle with that. I have, I hear some of the worst things that anyone should have to hear that happened to other people. And probably since I started working in behavioral health, Mm -hmm. like just hearing how the horrors that are out there and what people actually experience. It's, it's what people can do to other people. Yeah. It's, it's taken me, it took me a long time. There's been, like I said, there's a couple times where I had a break where I just could not go outside because everyone is bad. Everyone is evil. Like it's just, it's, if I start talking about it, I might spike an anxiety attack. We don't want to do that online, but I'm air, but (laughs) I'll lock you in your closet. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know if that's possible. No, that probably. It's just there's there's just a lot of bad things out there, and mm-hmm. it, when I, once I had my kids, it was just really worried about things, and I'm just I am an anxious person. Mm-hmm. My medicine works, but I do have breakthrough symptoms, and I'm on the, a good little cocktail now. I'm getting sleep, like that's the main thing. Because I wasn't yeah. getting sleep, but so stress can cause you know lack of sleep. Too. So our family dynamics and all of that good stuff. Um, genetics? Is that what you mean? Well, no, because I'm not genetically related to some of the people who cause me stress or anxiety. <laughs> no, I mean our genetic predisposition to have anxiety. Oh, sure, yeah. I was fucked yeah. up from the word go. But, <laughs> well, your mom experienced quite a bit of trauma while she was pregnant with you. Yeah. Which some studies show that that actually... While I was in utero, I've got yeah. my... Yeah, your dad yeah. passed away. That was a huge trauma for your mom. Life-changing. Yeah. And, like, that... The studies have shown that that has a general thing. That's why they say, don't, don't do anything too stressful. Like, make sure you're calm. Because that affects the hormones that you're releasing to your... Your uterus area. Your baby. <laughs> who's feeding off of all of your oh, stuff. Everything so. you're doing. Yeah, um... But there are certain, like, family situations that even, like... So, you choose your partner. You don't necessarily choose their family. <laughs> True. But And even, like, I'm sure my sister-in-law is, like, my husband. Nope. My brother's wife is, like, you guys are a little much. I'm sure sometimes we're, like, you're a little much because you're not our normal crazy. I don't know. But I feel like sometimes they... Because they're not in your normal house, so you don't... Well, I mean, when you think exist. about it... With them, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, he has his own life over here, and then she just gets small doses of you guys, and then she... Yeah, or, like, my husband... I feel like every episode, I'm like, my husband's family. Y'all know how many 25 of them. Yeah, I think there's more now. But, um, I just feel like that is different. Like, we all get along well, but there's certain people who make me more anxious to be around, or just... I don't know if that would be more of, like, a stress. Like, I know I have to be around certain people at family events, even, like, extended family that I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, like, even hear your name. Well, there's, like, the whole idea of empathy, right? Of, like, and being... I sound awful because I no, don't have no, some. No, 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 not, there's empathy, but then there's also being an empath, which I think 
there are certain people who can feel energies if that makes sense. I think that that's an actual, we're all energy. Yeah. Um, and I think that being around people who zap your energy. Well, those are, yeah, the vampire suckers who suck all the energy out. But then there's also people who like your aura touches theirs and it's like, Oh man, don't touch my aura. Yeah. No, like, cause if you ever, (laughs) I'm totally going to put that as the title. (laughs) I'll give an example. Stress anxiety. Don't touch my aura. (laughs) I have worked in, behavioral health for a long time and in the first 10 years of my career I worked with people who were seriously and persistently mentally ill so people who you know a decade before I started working would have been in a state hospital like because they were the sick of the sick right they didn't know what to do with them so they threw them in a hospital that type of thing yeah so a lot of them are institutionalized and in that time and I'm talking hundreds of people that I've met I have only had that eh factor. You know what I mean? Like, like that hair on the back of your neck make stand you up. Uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. I There's something wrong uh, for three people in my entire, even like since I started working. So in my 20s to now, like 20 years. So do you still get, the, could you still get that feeling though you do like over the internet? There, there are so some were, I mean, over the internet, like you can sense when someone's being cagey, you have to do more visual stuff than feeling. Um, that's probably why I prefer it. Cause I feel the energies of people and like some of them, you're just like, Oh man, I don't yeah. like you. Um, but in the, that circumstance, there were three in that, that 10 years, I guess. And then since then there's only been like one or two others where I was just like really uncomfortable with, hmm. um, and it had to do more with, and then they ended up confirming, <laughs> confirming it for me through talking where I was just like, yep, I'm pretty sure you're a horrible person. Um, you don't say, but yeah. yeah. So you, you get it every once in a while. I remember we had a guy that worked with my dad and he came over and I didn't like him. I did not like him and I couldn't say it. And I said something to my mom and she said, yeah, I don't like him either. And then, um, he met our dog and our dog said, no, I don't like you. And our dog liked everybody. Yeah. It was a boxer. They lady. liked everybody. Yeah. Okay. No, this was Sarge. Oh. Um, but lady did that to another guy my dad worked with. My dad loved both of these guys. They're great guys. There's nothing wrong with them. And mom and I are like, no, no you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. Your feelings you're wrong. wrong. Yeah. You're, there's something wrong. But yeah, like the dogs didn't like him and it sort of like it's a, confirmed yeah. it for us oh yeah yeah because they can pick up on that shit oh yeah like if my dog didn't like you bye yeah that's not true of my little one he doesn't like anybody but um because he's missing half his teeth and his tongue's hanging out <laughs> it's not his fault okay but it's i'm just saying fault. like so there's how did we get off of that on to we have to stay on, on but topic. this is like on topic because you were meeting these people yeah, so there's only a few times, and I, I don't know if that, it's not necessarily anxiety, but we were talking about that, the, the energy that yeah. you feel with someone, and there are just some people that you don't, like some people there's you vibe something, with. like there's something about you I don't like, and you don't know what it is, and I have honed that, and I'm, some people say I'm too mean about it, but. I know whether or not I'm going to waste time getting to know you. If I, Am I going to spend my energy getting to know you when I don't want to? No. That's very true. I am a bitch, I think, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Like, maybe. But there are certain people that, like, I want to like. Why? 
because I'm like, oh, we have some some things in common. Like, I really want to like you. Like, we should like each other. But I can't stand to look at your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, because of their actions or because of the way they treat So then my question is, people, why do you have that feeling of I should like you, but I don't want to look at you or talk to you. I don't like you. There's something about you. I think because, like, so this one person I'm thinking of, when I first started dating my husband six year, six plus years ago, they were cordial. They were, like, appropriately friendly. You know, like, not... But at the beginning, they were nice. They were trying to, like seal the deal for my husband whatever like oh we'll get to know her whatever that's fine well then as soon as he and I got serious she like flipped the script was like cold was very like acted as if I didn't even exist and so then every time and I went into like certain functions and I'm like oh so and so is gonna be there like oh great I know I at least know somebody so then my social anxiety wasn't like oh my god, I don't know anybody, all these people are going to look at me because my husband's never dated anybody this long, like, all of these things. So then I would get more, like, worked Could it up. be, could it be that she was excited that he wasn't going to be alone, you came around, and everyone was talking about you, it was taking the attention off of her, and she didn't like it? Could be. But, uh, I don't know, and this could all just be one-sided because I don't, I've talked to some other people who know both of us, like, mostly friends, some family, things like that. And they haven't really denied it, but they haven't really confirmed my, like, feeling about the situation either. It could be that the attention was, she felt, taken away from her, and she didn't like that, the way that played, that, the way that played out. Yeah. And I feel like I, I used to get excited that they were going to be there, that this person was, or, but like, them as a couple or whatever. And I thought, oh, like, I have an ally at this function, so it's not going to just be, like, me staying by myself or, like, trying to make conversation and being awkward as hell. Like, I, I knew somebody. But then when she flipped on me, then I feel like I then got more, when I know I have to see her at some events or, like, if we're going to be at the same function or whatever, then I'm like, oh, man, she's going to be there. Like, I know... I she feeling... left your engagement party and didn't say goodbye to you or anything. Like, yeah. you said goodbye to her. Yeah. How do you interact with her now? Like, is it standoffish? Do you avoid her? We kind of act like the other one's not there. That's so healthy. Because <laughs> she makes me uncomfortable. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, I... Uh, the only what relationship I, do, I can, <laughs> the only relationship I can compare that to is my brother's first wife, his ex-wife. His first wife. He doesn't have another one. Um, <laughs> it's the only one. But I, I knew she didn't like me. <laughs> I still think of that raccoons in the trash oh, can. Like, is that their natural habitat? No. <laughs> Idiot. <sighs> she said this out of her mouth. Is she gonna say it out of raccoon? Well, raccoons. What are they doing out here in the country? Don't they just live in dumpsters? And I, <laughs> I know. I love. I it. was eating, and I looked up. <laughs> like what? The and hell? everyone was looking at me. I didn't say it out of my mouth. She did. <laughs> they looked at you like we know she's an idiot. Do not. And everyone was like shaking their head, like "Don't you dare! Don't you dare!" <laughs> And my brother snapped his finger at me and pointed. And then she was like, what? 
I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what are you, what are you reacting to? And I was like, did, did you just say that a, a raccoon's natural habitat is a dumpster? Because, <laughs> what? <laughs> I still think it's super funny. She said that, uh, she's a fairly intelligent person. <laughs> she's intelligent. She's not unintelligent. She's just, <laughs> anyway. Does it cause you anxiety when you have to talk to her? It causes me rage. <laughs> this is me angry right now. This is how angry I get. Yeah. Is it because you're on your good mental cocktail? No, I don't know. It's because I try very hard not to feel anger. But, like, seriously. <laughs> oh, God. She poisoned, like, she poisoned her kids against me so they hated me for the longest time. Yeah. And then, you know, we had a breakthrough, but. Yeah. <sighs> she said it was her mouth. <laughs> Just breathe. Raccoons live in dumpsters. Well, I mean, they do. That's okay, not, not a natural. <laughs> in what world? Is a dumpster say... natural in a habitat? A man-made. So dumpster. if you go to see raccoons at a zoo, they just have dumpsters lying around. They just they're crawling in and Why out. Why are raccoons at a dumpster or at a zoo? I don't know. Although <laughs> they have deer at the <sighs> zoo. Going there gives me anxiety. Anyway, I tried to like her. I really did. I just, it got to a point where I was just like, I'm not even wasting breath. I'm, yeah. I cannot talk to you. You're, so you went through the I whole, I'm not her going to. incompetent. And then, the see, that's in. why I am a bitch. Because I was like, I deem you not worth my time yeah. to even pretend to harness an, a relationship. Yeah, like, we're only together because of this family situation. Like, I would not choose to have you well, touch that, my aura. So, her real name is, is Michelle. Ew. We didn't call her that. No. Because he was like, I can't. That's my sister's name. And so if you Google my maiden name with my name, it's her. That's weird. I know. I, it makes me hate her even more. So is, is it kind of like our uncle where like uncle everybody. Steve Doug? Yeah. Yeah. Where everybody else calls him one, but we've always called him the other. Mm -hmm. But now me and my friend call him Uncle Steve Doug. Because mm -hmm. you call him that too? That was mine. No. So ever since. When I started bringing my friend Becky around, it was like, well, this is Uncle... D the first time she met him was at the engagement party. God, we really shouldn't have had this engagement party because that's when all of the shit... I think we referenced Dude, it like four I times. I had met Becky before then and told her... I that, know, but And so, I told her we call him Steve Doug. Well, no, it was before... It was after that, though, because we had... I had talked about my Uncle Doug, Uncle Doug, and then we, we got there and Aunt Debbie said, this is my husband, Steve... And she said, she looked at me and she goes, I thought his name was Doug. And I said, yes. And so then I had to explain the story that to us, he's always been Doug. But to her, it's Steve. And that his real name is yeah, Stephen Douglas. Steve they all yeah. called him Steve. And we only knew him as Doug. And it wasn't until after Grandma passed that he was like, I'm not going to go by Doug anymore. I'm going to go by Steve. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm no, 11. You and bad. you're now Steve Doug. Yeah, and he's, it's always been that. Like, he's always been that. Uncle so, Steve Doug. Anytime we talk about him, it's Uncle Steve Doug. weird. Uncle Steve Doug. <laughs> I know. Steve Doug. Yeah, so, like, that's when she met him, and she's, like, looked at me so confused. I was like... It's Steve Doug. Just call him Uncle Steve Doug. And that's what she does. Like, anytime we talk about, like, Uncle Steve Doug, I'm like, yep, that guy. <laughs> you know what? My, my mom's oldest brother is named Charlie. His name is Charlie. Yeah. David Charles, I think is what it is, but they all called him Charlie. 
or Charles David, and oh. my dad's name. Charlie. Yeah. So they all, we all just call him Uncle Dave. I don't know if anyone calls him. I think his wife now calls him Charlie, and we're like, you can't do that here. <laughs> That's not allowed. I'm sorry. I don't know who you're referring to. You're talking to my dad, I yeah. guess. You're not talking to Uncle Dave. Yeah. Hmm. People who go... My boyfriend goes by his middle name. My husband goes by his middle name. I think it's weird. Like, it's her name. He doesn't look like his first name, though. What's his first... Oh, I don't know. You can tell me off air, but... <sighs> All right. Families. Guys, do you, are y'all figured out with anxiety and stress? Do we solve yeah, did we just cause you? you so much more? Wow, we are not good with staying on topic. I'm sorry. You know what? Like, subscribe, give us a listen, thumbs up, share us with all your friends. Yeah. If we're worth sharing, I think we are. Sometimes yeah. we're funny. Sometimes we're just really I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people were like, at least I don't have that family. Yes. <laughs> honestly, if, if nothing else. We made you feel better about your own. You're our chosen family, and we'd rather have you. Yeah. In the center. Maybe. Some days. Some of them. <sighs> all right, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.